Hey girl, hey. 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 I do. Yes, I do. Okay. So, usually start off as a slumber party uh, after a couple <laughs> glasses of wine. <laughs> and then there becomes a slumber party. <laughs> hey girl, hey. <laughs> I'm LaShawn Tipton, better known as the Chatter Chick. Hey, girl, hey. I am the Millennial Chick, Jerry Tipton. Hey, girl, hey. <laughs> hey, girl, hey. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. How you doing? <laughs> hey, so we're, we're actually checking in about five minutes early because we have so much to cover we are live on the facebook as the chatter chick would say this is the hey girl hey podcast which you can hear on urban media today radio every saturday at 9 30 a.m uh, you can find us on all streaming apps everywhere uh, and just in case this is your first time uh checking in i'll just introduce i'll introduce myself i am kiki brown your radio chick and then we have the i am the millennial chick Jeer, jeer, jeer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. And our chatter chick may or may not join us today. We don't know because it's her world. Um, but then we also have, I think we call her the voter chick or the vein chick. What did we call you? Was it the, yeah, voter, the chick? voter chick? The yeah. voter chick has joined us today. <laughs> Marin Formley, she is the founder of Veeam Pittsburgh. That's V-E-E-E-M Pittsburgh. And that stands for voter empowerment enrichment education movement then i said i always mix it up you almost got it you almost got, got it. it so you That's tell us right. tell us what veem is what veem stands for it you you were basically had all the words just the one was switch voter empowerment <laughs> education and enrichment movement hey ladies hey face <laughs> hey everybody thanks for having me tonight Ah, all right. So again, if you are new to the show or maybe you're a friend to the show, you know how it goes. We're going to hit up uh, hot topics first and uh, we're going to talk about your favorite celebrities and what your favorite celebrities are doing. And then for the second half, we're going to get serious. And we're going to talk about voters rights. Um, it's been in the news for a few weeks now. Uh, some states or even our, our top government is fighting to fighting for voters rights or some of them are fighting against it. And then there's mm -hmm. a filibuster and nobody knows what that is. And I don't think we're not paying. I, I think I, I don't think we're paying enough attention to it. And so prayerfully, mm -hmm. Marin will be able to help us understand what this is and what we need to do as registered voters. Sound good? Yes. All right. So I need to put my timer. What we're going to do is. We're going to touch on this week's hot topics. Bless you, Fred. Um, Nick Cannon. <laughs> Nick Cannon is in the news. No, he didn't have another baby <laughs> yet. But he <laughs> revealed that he has some insecurities, as we all do. But did right. you know that Nick Cannon is insecure about his body? You know what's strange? A lot of celebrities are. So... I'm not surprised, you know, which is why uh, a lot of celebrities get plastic surgery. Not saying that Nick has gotten plastic surgery, but, you know, it's it's the image that has to be portrayed. Like, you have to have a good body in the industry. Yeah. So, yeah. even though 
us, he looks good. Like he looks great. But to him, he's probably thinking it's not enough. So uh. I can understand why, you know, um, he has insecurities, but it's just, it's like you said, all of us has it, but for celebrities, it's a lot different. So I, I, I can understand it. He says he Winnie the Pooh's it. So when he's in bed, he uh, just has on a shirt and yeah. <laughs> he looks fine though, but yeah. I, I get it. I'm insecure. I just don't see why he would be, he has a nice body. I don't yeah. see why he would be insecure. I thought yeah. he'd be out like, uh-uh, like Antoine, uh, Antonio Brown on the field. Just <laughs> running around, you know, like he's just, yeah. but you know, that's what we think. What do you think, Marin? I was just going to say, like, I, I'm not surprised that he has some insecurities about it. And I try to like, think about like, what if my whole life and livelihood was based on how I looked and therefore who wanted me on their show and all that side. But I was surprised to hear that, like, that follows him into his bedrooms that he's in with his women's. That's clear. That part, that part is like it's not that much of a worry because yeah <laughs> they you must know. be all right with it well he's doing something he's doing something so yeah um i i you know we all have our own insecurities and and i guess that i don't know if it it's something that you have to go through with you know through therapy and talking to somebody about it but you would right. think that the women are like oh my god you're just you're like, you're built like a God, a Greek God. I don't know. Or maybe, I don't know. He said he's always been skinny. And yeah. so because he's always been skinny, he's never looked at himself, you know, as attractive. And right. so it's like, and I wonder if you get those, those big body dudes, those big dudes that are maybe not muscular. They got the little beer gut. And I wonder if that boosted up their confidence a little bit more by him saying that he's, you know, insecure about his body. I wonder if they were like, yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. Come get this big old tub of tub of loving ladies. Just <laughs> like just like when Will was showing off his dad bod, but really he was preparing for King Richard. Mm-hmm. Remember that? Remember that? <laughs> but I didn't even think that was bad. Like even though he had the, you know, he had the stomach and he had the dad bob, but it wasn't even bad. Like it wasn't like you know, yeah. I was like, what dad bod? What are you talking? That's what somebody's daddy looked like. Oh, okay. It was the okay. order I get, the less I care. Child, uh, listen, listen. Mm-mm. Not with me. <laughs> Not with me. Not with me. Okay, so Stay I want to. I, I hardly, you know, it's very rare that I give Cardi B her props. Um, but I'm not saying that she's a bad person. I'm just not a, you know, I'm not a complete fan, but I will say I'll give her a hand clap for this one. She, um, she said it was reported that she will be covering all the funeral costs um, to the Bronx fire victims. Um, she has stepped in to cover all the expenses, the funeral and the burial expenses, uh, for them. She says, I'm extremely proud to be from the Bronx. I have lots of family and friends who live there and work there. So when I heard about the fire and all the victims, I knew I needed to do something to help. I cannot begin to imagine the pain and anguish that the families of the victims are experiencing, but I hope, um, that not having to worry about the costs associated with burying their loved ones will help as they move forward and heal. Wow. Oh, that's very one thing I will say I like about Cardi B is she is for the people. And I know even when um, 
the whole thing when uh, Biden uh, was getting elected for president and she had, um, you know, him talking to him. Who else was she talking to? Uh, the other guy. Oh, my God. I can't think of his name. But you know, what I'm talking about Bernie, Bernie, Bernie Sanders. Sanders. Mm-hmm. Okay, how can I forget Bernie? But, you know, she uses her platform really well and she helps out as much as she can. Yeah. You know, I that I love that about her. So shout out to her for uh, covering the expenses, you know, for those uh, families from a, obviously a neighborhood that she's from. So yeah. good for her. I'm yeah. glad. That's what's up. Like shout out to Cardi. That's I all like we could say. I, I mean, I don't like everything that she does. You know, she's talking about possibly getting a tattoo on her face. I was like, mm. <laughs> Like, no, whatever, girl, enjoy whatever. It's her face. It's a tattoo that tattoos on there forever. I know. So, be strategic. Be (laughs) strategic. That's true. Be strategic. You know, like I I pushed it with this one. I was like, I don't know if I want to do this. And my sister was like, it's my birthday. And I was like, right, 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 right. You You can, I mean, cover it with a little foundation I you could. know I, I, so, tried. I tried and i actually pretty, think it's cute especially when your nails is long it right cute, it looks, you know. <laughs> it's nice it's right cute. right all right so shouts to cardi b um jay-z and meek mill are teaming up not for an album but they're teaming up with fat joe and kelly Rowland and robin thick although that would be a dope ass record though that would be like yeah, that, that would be hot okay but they're going to work together um <laughs> to push for law that will prohibit new york prosecutors from using rap lyrics as evidence okay. yeah yeah um you know meek mill of course you know he has a rap sheet and so i think that because of his lifestyle where he's come from i think that could have possibly put him in the situation that he was in, you know, previously. And since he's been out, he's been advocating for people who have been falsely accused, falsely accused and, and just advocating for inmates and things like that. So um, this, according to the Jasmine brand, um, the legislation passed through the New York Senate codes committee, um, January 18th, first proposed November uh, of last year by a senator in Manhattan, a few senators, um, Jay-Z, Meek Mill, multiple celebrities have backed the bill. Um, and the letter was reportedly sent to the state lawmakers from Jay-Z's attorney, um, who which signed by the musicians who backed the bill, explaining the importance of the legislation. I, I do think that it, it shouldn't be the reason why they are you know, found guilty, you know, but here's my thing. (laughs) I know where you feel like I know where you're going. (laughs) Go ahead. If you're Suge Knight (laughs) and you drive over somebody twice, killing them, you're going to be found guilty for that murder. But it also doesn't look good for you when you've been doing this, hanging folks out the window and allegedly you killed Biggie, you know, I don't know. (laughs) It it doesn't help. So I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. Maureen, what did you think I was saying? Um, I mean, I think that there's definitely something to be said about people who do things and then go make songs about it. And then, you know what I mean? Like, so singing about it doesn't make it or rapping about it doesn't make it, you know, that you did it, but also like, 
have some discretion. I don't know what I'm thinking about, but like, no, because there's actually a rapper, Jerry. You might know that rapper that talked about an event where somebody was killed, and he like mentioned it in his song, "Yellow Something." Um, oh, Yellow Beezy. Yeah, and he's is he in jail? He's in jail for that now, right? That I don't know. That's news to but me. He talked about. Okay, maybe he's not. Don't quote me on it. But he <laughs> he talked about a situation where somebody was killed, like in his. I don't know if it was him. I, I, you know, I have to ask my son, but my son, I remember listening to, well, my son was listening to his music and he was like, this guy is so stupid. I can't believe he said this. Like he committed a crime and rapped about it, you know? So, but okay. When they're talking to the legislation or legislate lawmakers to push this bill, are they going to also encourage the rappers to be like, chill? Right. That would help. Right. I never understood why um, rappers have been talking about killing people for years in their raps. And it's like, we heard it, but we like the song too much that we're not paying it no attention. Mm-hmm. Um, like they're telling on themselves, basically, you mm-hmm. know, what they were uh, guilty of it before or not. You know what I mean? Um, I just don't, I never thought it was a good idea for them to do that. However, um, what Jay-Z Mel is trying to do you know I I understand you know because like a rap is you know music is art you know what I'm saying so a mm-hmm. lot of the time they're it's like don't hold it against them you know what I mean like I guess that's what I'm trying to say is it's a good idea for not for you not you know to get I mean? mm-hmm. you know I mean but we've been rapping about money cars right. yeah uh garden yeah. tools we've been rapping about <laughs> popping bottles in the move, you know, in the, in the yeah. clubs and knowing dang well, you catching the bus mm-hmm. when at rallies, you know, yeah. and, that, and that, you know, but it got serious. Like, I mean, you think Takashi, yeah. you know, I mean, that's how they make their money and there's an audience for it. So there's I think audience. if they're going to push lawmakers, I also think they should push the artists too. And, you know, but that's how they make their money. So this is going to be, this is going to be a tough one. Yeah. Because, you know, Jay-Z, like, look, man, I'm trying to make sure you don't go to jail. I'm going to need you to stop rapping. They're going to have the rap police, mm-hmm. the lyric mm-hmm. police that's going to come in. I mean, now you got to think about the Constitution. You got freedom of speech. Mm-hmm. And we're just, we're all on that again. Censorship and I don't know. So, yeah, that's I think it's cool that they teamed up for it. Right. Yeah. Agreed. All right, Moran, this is the time we're going to cover who the F cares news. Okay. <laughs> These were hot topics that folks were talking about, you know, on social media. And some of them have, have actually just popped up. So we're going to cover these, these right here. So I did not see the video because it, it makes me sick to even talk about it. But there was this pastor on <sighs> social media, Pastor Mike Todd. He rubbed spit on a man's face to 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 demonstrate. Yeah, what I've seen per that. se? I've so, seen it. According to the Jesuit brand, the lead pastor, Transformation Church in Tulsa, Oklahoma, shout him out, Michael Todd, making headlines. It was a clip that had gone viral. The pastor was giving a sermon in front of his congregation. He spit in his hand and then rubbed his spit on another person's face. I'm just surprised the man was still sitting there. <laughs> I they said I was concocting. 
his yeah, brother. I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. I'd have punched my sister in the face. I'd have punched mm-hmm. her dead in the face. Anyway, <laughs> the man is said to have been his brother, and the pastor does this while demonstrating the vision from God might get nasty. There's other right. ways you could have demonstrated that example. He could have used water. You know what I mean? Like put water on his hand, and you know, there's, there's other ways you could have done it. Yeah. I, like, yeah. <laughs> pretended. You could pretend. Pretend. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? I, like, it was a, it was a, it's just something about spitting on something, sp- spitting on someone that's the most vulgar, disgusting, very disrespectful thing. You and could, it's COVID. And, right. That part. There you go. Hello. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, and Pastor Michael Todd, like, he's done some amazing things with transformation. I've, you know, read some of his his some of his sermons and devotional mm-hmm. stuff like that but sir no sir <laughs> that, then it just you yeah, I always love it when like something like happens in like the black church world and like you know saved saved twitter in in facebook just loses their whole mind <laughs> oh my gosh this, this I didn't watch the video I it was all up and down by these feet. I said, "Oh Lord, what he done did? Oh well, you know, back in the day, you know, spit is healing, and that's what Jesus yeah. did when he spit in the mud. What did he not? You are not Jesus, mud? sir. <laughs> He's a different time. You could have went was different back then, <laughs> and we all would have known you were spitting. You didn't really. Oh, I didn't watch it. I can't. No, no. it was yeah, different no. back then. This is a different type of spit. This is 20. 20- <laughs> like this is not the same this spit. is not the same spit sir he has since apologized he did address it um he says the man was his brother he also apologized calling it too extreme and disgusting i wonder what his brother said <laughs> he probably that's- had a date sitting in a church like yeah that's my boo he about to be up there with his brother the pastor and saw he was like did that happen <laughs> That was gross. I didn't like that. He, there was other ways and examples to do that. Yeah, so. he could have he done something different. He could have done something <laughs> different. All right. Um, I need to know if Marin did this. Marin, did you ask for Medea to come back? <laughs> I need to know. Did you send Tyler Perry an email? Did you put out a Google form? Did you put out a Google form and ask people to sign this Google form? <laughs> Dina keeps retiring. It's her last show. It's her last movie. Did she died? For something. I don't know. And next thing you know, I see somebody put it on their story. And it was uh it was Tyler as Medea in like Homecoming. And homecoming. I said, oh Lord today. <laughs> I don't understand. Doing? I don't get it. I don't, I don't understand. I don't okay. I don't get it. What I, I, movie? Like, because I saw, I didn't really read he's what He's going to be on Netflix, a Netflix movie. He recently explained why he's bringing her back. Basically, he said, we all need more laughter. Okay. He said, I was looking at the state of the world and how polarized it is. Nobody's laughing. Nobody's getting the chance to belly laugh anymore. And I'm like, what tool do I have in my arsenal that can bring that kind of laughter? Medea going to Medea Homecoming, Medea Homecoming on Netflix, February 25th. There we go. I'm going black. Not. Is three months. That ain't some. Black. I can't. 
I can't. You know what else I can't do? I can't understand why T.I. thinks that he could be a comedian. T.I. says, instead of being a rapper, now I'm going to be a, now he hit the stage to debut his stand-up comedy. What is happening? No, shut up, Kiki. You're making up stories on this year. According to the Jasmine brand, Southern rapper T.I. is now a stand-up comedian, or at least that's what his wife, Tiny, says in an Instagram post. A video she posted was filmed from the perspective of an audience member uh, at a lounge. T.I. can be seen taking the stage, wearing jeans and a hoodie, performing stand-up. She says, this guy, Trouble, Trouble Man 31, adds stand-up comedian to my love's resume, and he's just getting started. This pandemic got folk just... All types of hobbies and interests. Got, got folk just all... all but out. whatever happened with the allegations... With the Pete, with the girls, we, we're whoever, not, we're not, listen, 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 we're not thinking about that right now. Oh, I am. I am we're, not, we're not thinking about that right now. Know. You want to, yeah, we're not thinking about that. We're not thinking about that right now. That's, you know, we, we ain't gonna bring up old stuff now here. here. You hear me? We're not, we're gonna tell these here jokes. Tell these here jokes. <laughs> tell these here jokes. Um, so I hear uh, Celebrity Big Brother, and there's there's issue on Celebrity Big Brother. Now, this is a new story, so bear with me. Um, again, thanks to the jazz and brand. Tiffany New York Pollard, I don't even know why she's so famous. She will not be joining Celebrity Big Brother because she's not vaccinated. Plus, Neo, Lamar Odom, Shakari Richardson allegedly have cast... Uh, I, I don't even know why this, this is why it's on who the F cares news. Why is this news? According to unconfirmed reports, TV veteran. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Tiffany New York Pollard is now allegedly out and will not join the series because she's not vaccinated. So wait, she celebrity big brother is going to have other people on there too. Cause I, I got stuck at. They gonna be on? Is that why they were Lamar Odom, Neo? The remaining rumored cast: Nene Leakes, Neo, Lamar Odom, and Shakari Richardson. All folk who need money right now. Mm-hmm. They all gonna be in a house together. Together? Oh, well, I don't know about that. Oh no, it's a lot That's so different. Okay, want to see it? Okay. That's gonna be a lot of drama. That's gonna Let be a lot help. of drama. <laughs> but that—that's why it's in who the f cares news. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I've, I've, you know what? Before we, before we get to Marin, we're gonna to kind of talk about politics. This morning, um, I was watching a uh, Today Show, and mm-hmm. I saw Savannah Guthrie. She was interviewing um, Vice President Kamala Harris, mm-hmm. and. If you know Savannah, I back Savannah because I'm a big fan, but she's not only a journalist, but she's also an attorney. And so is Kamala Harris. So both of them know how to argue. Both of them know what to do to get their points across, right? And so I felt some kind of way about Kamala. They were talking about, you know, um, Putin and what he's doing over in Russia. And if he tries to invade 
Syria. I don't remember the, the country. Um, excuse my ignorance. Uh, but she was defending President Biden. Um, and Savannah would jump in to ask a question. And, you know, the whole I am speaking, uh-huh. allow me to speak. And I was just like, ma'am, you got to learn how to fight. You got to get up. You better talk loud. Mm. And as I said, as I was saying, ma'am, I am speaking. Please allow me to speak. Allow me to speak. I am, excuse me, I am speaking. And Savannah was like, I hear you. So we won't ask this question or not. And so now Savannah Guthrie's getting backlash because she was rude to the vice president. You say what? Me? <laughs> anybody, anybody. Jerry's not up that early, I'm sure. She ain't watching the Today Show. You know I, what? <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes. And Good Morning America. <gasps> but it, it, I watch more so Good Morning America, like, with the, the black guy on her with the real pretty eyes. I'm mad only, that you don't even know what his name is and you watch the show. He is so handsome now. He is so oh. handsome. Oh, the new guy. Um. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I don't even know y'all talk about. But see, with both of them being both of them being attorneys, Im- immediately we don't look at them in powerful positions. I looked at them in very powerful positions. They are lawyers, and they are going to go to bat for whatever they stand on. So why did we immediately say one was being rude to the other? Was it a black white issue? You know what I'm saying? Are we, you know, oh, Savannah was being rude to Vice President Harris. Why was, why do you think she was being rude? Because she was interrupting. If you ever hear Savannah Guthrie um, interview anyone, she always interrupts. Right. She right. always, and that doesn't make it right, but she wasn't, she didn't switch up for, on Kamala Harris. Right. right. I can actually appreciate that. Don't switch up. Yeah. Oh, no. She was like, the objective one. She, she is like, no, 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 but I need you to understand the question. Okay, let me ask you another question. And, and the person's like, well, I didn't even answer the first. Well, you got to be quick. Yeah. We got, we only got but so much time. I need you to hurry up. I don't need you to be playing around with words. Okay. Mm-hmm. Y'all don't watch it. So, all right. Yes! <laughs> I don't want that. That is a lot. We're going to take it. A- TV in my bedroom. I'm sorry. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> There's, there's an app though. Um, and it's also on social media. You can see the whole thing. It's it's everywhere. Now people are making it like Savannah was rude. And now there's like Twitter talk. And I was like, you good, Savannah. Don't be what girl. You yeah, lie, girl. Don't be worried about them. Don't let them steal your joy, girl. So we're gonna take a we're gonna take a quick break. Um, and then Marin Formley, who is the founder of Veeam Pittsburgh Voter Empowerment Education and Enrichment Movement. Um, and we're going to talk about this whole situation happening with the voters' rights legislation mm-hmm. and why we're not passing and what's happening with the Democrats, the Republicans. You know, this is John Lewis's legacy. What is a filibuster? Why did Senator Mitch McConnell say what he said about African-American voters? And what does this mean for those who are registered voters, those who are not, and those who are still on the fence, like this is why I don't I don't trust government. Does this do more damage? Does it help? What 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 happens? And so to the best of her ability, she's gonna help explain to us and hopefully answer some questions that we should all be asking and, and hopefully we're all curious to know more information. So we're gonna take a quick break and uh, we'll be right back with Marin Formley of the Pittsburgh. Be right back. It's the Hey Go Hey podcast on Urban Media Today. 
Did you know untreated chlamydia and gonorrhea can make it so that you or your partner might not be able to become pregnant? Get tested today. Visit Allegheny County Health Department's Public Health Clinic for free and confidential walk-in HIV STD screenings at the Hill District location, 1908 Wiley Avenue. Call 412-578-8081 for more information. Hey, girl. Hey. That's why they do it. <laughs> when LaShawn is here, LaShawn is the one that counts down. But when LaShawn's not here, Jerry be like. Because I'm like, uh. <laughs> so, it's the Hey Girl Hey podcast on Urban Media Today. With special guest, Marin Formley, who is the founder of Veeam Pittsburgh. And that's Voter Empowerment Education and Enrichment Movement. Um, you all have been around since, what, 2017? Um, and anytime there's an election season, um, you will see Veeam. Veeam is everywhere. Veeam is in the streets. They're knocking on your doors. We're on social media. We're, we're, we're covering um, the elections. We're making sure you're registered to vote. Uh, and you're providing information to the community um, about you know, the, the candidates. You're giving the candidates platforms to speak. Um, and so I thank you. Uh, my good friend and my soror. Thank you so much for being here. Again, she's the voter chick. Um, she was on the show before. I think we were talking about one of the elections and how important the elections are. All, all elections matter. Yep. Right. But for this particular visit, Marin, I would like to talk about the latest on voters' rights, passing the voters' rights legislation. So according to CNN, uh, Senate Democrats uh, suffered a major defeat on Wednesday evening in their efforts to pass voters' rights legislation, a key issue for their party, uh, which is under pressure to take action again of the again ahead, excuse me, of the midterm elections just months away. So we're hearing about Florida, we're hearing about Georgia. I don't know if Pennsylvania is involved. Can you tell us what's happening? What is going on? So there's, there's really a whole bunch happening. Um, you got to go back, go back, back, back to election 2020, right? It was all kinds of shenanigans going on, um, all kinds of lawsuits happening, claims of voter fraud in every state to try to keep the Republican president at that time in the office. Um, you know, Veeam is nonpartisan. We're just going to talk about, you know, who the people were, who the people right. were. Um so, you know, at that time, there was a lot of Republican challenges to result in multiple states, especially the back, the battleground states, Georgia, Michigan, Pennsylvania, to name a few. Um, and so what we saw, you know, then we had January 6th happen, right? You know, they were supposed to be certifying the votes and, you know, chaos took over, right? And we're still, we're actually seeing some of those um hearings and things happen for the people who were involved in that mess in DC trying to uh, usurp the Capitol. And so uh, some of them went to go, you know, storm Capitol Hill and some folks went back to their um, offices in their, their, their assignments and, uh, you know, legislation, legislatures and went to go pass laws to try to combat the things that they think they saw. So there's all kinds, in the, at the state level, there are all kinds of voting rights, um, like voting voting and, and changes to voting laws across our states. 
And the way that the constitution is and with the amendments, there is room that allows states' rights to overturn. That that allows them, unless the federal government comes up top Mm -hmm. and the federal government has a law that usurps everybody. So what's happening right now and what's been happening and what happened back in 1967, I think, Mm -hmm. I always get that Voting Rights Act uh, year messed up, but Mm -hmm. what happened back then and, you know, parts of that legislation expired, they've been able to put little pieces in it, but now the, the, the Democratic majority of the Senate was trying to push forward a bill that was going to cover um, making election day in November a national holiday so nobody would have to work. They Mm -hmm. were trying to make mail-in ballots a thing across the country. Um, You know, a few things like that and making sure so that there would be some protections at the federal level that the state laws, no matter what they were doing down here, could not impact people. Um, And especially with, you know, social justice summer, all these things, right? Like equity is a big thing. Elevating black and brown people and people of color right now was a thing. And so recognizing, you know, that, and this is, this is Kamala's baby, really, you know, she's really um, at the forefront of this, of trying to push and Biden along with her of making sure that people's rights are being intact. Um, so with the Voting Rights Act, you know, there, so it was really with any law, and I don't want to go like, too far down into it. Mm-hmm. I got a little bit of it. I ain't got it all though. I ain't got it all. But mm-hmm. with the with any law that's being fought about in Congress and Senate and things of that nature, Senate has this ability to, if they if they don't want to vote on it, they can just get up there and talk forever. That's and called a filibuster. That's called the filibuster. But what's happened lately more more recently, it used to be that, you know, you could have a filibuster until a certain amount of the Senate stopped it. And then it would make it, bring it to a vote. Then they made it, they changed the number of votes you had to have to make the filibuster stop, which is called cloture, apparently. I done learned all kinds of stuff getting ready for today. That's wow. like, oh, about stuff. Oh, my goodness. I learned about filibuster uh, watching Scandal. Yep. Yep. That's a good one. She had to hold her. She had to hold her going to the bathroom. So that's, that's how I knew about filibuster, but go ahead. Right. We've seen it in TV and in popular culture. Yes. That's where we've seen it. But in the real world now it's because of the fact that the numbers have to be, I think 60. So right. You know, no. So Senate is one Democrat, one Republican from each state, I guess is how it breaks down or at least there right now there's 50 and 50. So okay. if you get 60 people to agree to something, then basically that you you got what you want. And so basically all and when everything with Senate that's going on, it's constantly this whole can we get 60? Can we not get 60? Can we get 60? And so what they do is it's now called almost like a silent filibuster because they just threaten, oh, you want to bring that voting rights act back up? Well, what if I filibuster? Then what you gonna do? And they know they don't have enough votes to stop it, to stop them from doing the filibuster because they can go basically go to filibuster until Senate's out. And then the vote dies, the, the, the bill dies because so, it has to be voted on. So this voters' right bill is wrong. 
No, the Voting Rights Act is good. The Voting Rights Act would give us as Americans across the country certain protections, but that it is a democratic, democratic. That's a court. gain for the Democrats. It's yes. a loss for the Republican Party. I, I mean, yes, yes. And so the problem is, is that the, the things that are in this in this bill, the Republicans don't agree on. And so they keep they keep saying we're going to filibuster, we're going to filibuster, we're going to filibuster. So during this debate, and you know, if you if you ever have participated with parliamentary procedure, there are certain motions that can come in and kind of stop debate on that thing. So they have voting rights acts on this voting rights bill on the floor. Mm-hmm. This motion to fill to 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 change what filibuster means comes in and stops the debate on the voting rights, and therefore could change how debate goes now you explaining that you could lose the average oh yeah oh yeah that's just way too many words so how can all this be simplified you know dummy down not dummy down for me for me i've been trying to get it for so i can understand that's the (laughs) process i got and that's me being you know having a a, a (laughs) membership in the parliamentary society of the name, but I still don't really get it. Um, that what it really kind of means is that one, the, the my takeaway from it, and I, maybe we could just jump to that, okay. is you as a registered voter or as a person who is impacted by laws, which is all of us, we cannot ever let up because the reality is, is the people who are in these offices and in these bodies, making these decisions, having these debates, holding these filibusters, doing these votes, are only there because we put them there. That's the reality of it. So whoever you put there has the ability to change change the tide. And whoever it is that put Joe Manchin and Kirsten uh, Kirsten Cinema in with their little moderate selves, which okay, that's what they get to be. And you know, again, we're not going to get too party, but be, those two are really creating a headache for the whole party because normally the Democrats go together and the Republicans go together. And then we can kind of, you know, just talk across the aisle and try to convince each other. But because we have these two that are supposed to be from the blue side is over here sitting with the red. That's what I was going to say. Aren't there some Democrats who are fighting this as well? those, those Those are the two. And they've been the ones this whole time putting up because they're moderate and they they apparently tend to agree more with the Republican Party. And so that majority that the Senate should have, that the Democrats did have with Chuck Schumer, Chuck Schumer is the majority leader. It's not really a majority because 52 of their votes are not going to the Democratic way. Mm. 52 are kind of voting more Republican. And so each time they have to try to come and do that work, they don't have a majority. So then we just sit there like this. We don't go left or right. We just la, 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 the la, The people la, that la. are fighting for this, and I'm sorry to take over. I'm just totally interested. Right. Hey, LaShawn. Um, Chatter Chick is in the building. Um, no. Hey, boo. <laughs> uh, are the seats up for these particular senators who are fighting for this? So, are their seats up? No. To me. Some of see- them. To me, see, so so that some of them are. Mm-hmm. Our um, Pennsylvania, one of our Pennsylvania senators, uh, Pat right. Toomey, 
his seat is about to be up, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, because there are people running for it. Okay, because I've been thinking about who is running for each seat. And I'm like, just, I only say that because voters can actually vote them out if they don't like what they're doing for, you know, the voters' rights. They can, if their seats are up, vote them out. But then again, it's like, well, who's their replacement, uh, you know, potential replacement? And will they? But then also, though, we got to show up. We got to show up. I mean, I'll probably have to come back and talk more later, but, you know, across the state where we just had all these judges and Mm -hmm. state representatives and all that in November, our turnout was like 25% across the state. And even in the city of Pittsburgh, we had a whole mayoral election, 32%. That's it. 32% of registered voters in the city of Pittsburgh cared about who the mayor was going to be. Wow. That's crazy. Right. Like it's the mayor. We don't care. But that is what, you know, we're really, I think the biggest, the biggest thing that we're battling is apathy, you know, and people who are just tired and sick and tired of the shenanigans. And so they're just like, you know what, I don't want to participate. And that's the fault of, of the folks who are in charge, the people who have, have been the, you know, politicians of old. And now, so now we got the new folks coming in, the progressives that are really trying to shake some things up on either side and all of the parties, all, you know, all of the, of the major, the minor parties. So it's just, you know, it's, it's, that's why we have to show up. That's why we have to make noise. That's why we have to call our representatives and leave messages that they're not going to return. But sometimes you'll get an email six months later saying, hey, thanks for reaching out about that. I think that the voters we're we're just like you said we are tired we're doing all the work we're expected to show up and vote we're expected to register to vote we're expected to fight and you know contact our our uh our government officials if something goes wrong but when it comes to putting them in office we're not you know some of us are expecting something some type of reward and we're not it's still costing us as a people. Um, I, I don't know if 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 it was you, Moran, someone on social media had posted like all these people were commenting about the snow being removed, like the streets being if all these same people that was complaining about the snow being plowed on the streets just walked up to the, I don't know if it was the same thing, but it was just like we pick and choose what to be passionate over. We pick and choose because we will stand in line for some Jordans. Right. You know what I mean? I I, I don't know. It's like you think about incentives. If you vote, you get a 25-inch flat screen TV. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'll vote. Okay, I'll vote. I don't know. Sean, what you you got, boo? So, you know, this whole voting thing is... is, I'm a voter. Always have been. I mean, we didn't... And you turned, what was it, 18? You had to register to vote. And then you had to, because I'm a woman a certain age, you had to register for the armed services and stuff like that. So, That's but it was, in, in, it. yeah. So in my family, you know, you were going to vote and, and you didn't have to really worry about the armed forces because you weren't going to stay in my parents' house unless you had a job or you went to school. Military. But voting was the other thing that you were going to do. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to all these things and these filibusters, when they sit there and they talk just incessantly to just keep debating. And it's like it's like that boyfriend you can't get rid of because they just want to wear you out. And that's <laughs> what they keep doing with these things. They just wear you out. And that's and that's the whole goal of these things is to wear people out. 
so that they'll forget about the main subject. And it's been, it's been quite honestly, it's been, um, it's been proven to work. So that's why, that's why they're doing this. And so when it comes to the point of our own legislators, you know, Pittsburgh is my city. I love it. I've been here all of my life. Um, we, we come out to vote on certain things, um, but we're like, we'll do a presidential vote. Like everybody mm-hmm. will be out there, but on a local level, it's scattered. It's scattered. I mean, you can just walk in and vote on a local. I mean, you can go any time of day when it's local people and yeah. there's not a line. There's yeah. not a line. That's right. And this is the ones, these are the people that really make, that really speak for us. Mm-hmm. They're the ones that speak. Yeah. There wouldn't be a Joe Manchin in West Virginia. You know, I mean, if, if there were, and he's Democratic and he's like kind of switching back and forth, but it's West Virginia. What, what do we expect? Um, no, shots out to West Virginia. I'm sorry, whatever. You all are cool. But mm-hmm. yeah. Except for that guy that hit that reporter. That's messed up. Oh, that, that was in, that, West that was in, I think that was in West Virginia. I believe West that Virginia. person, that person that hit that reporter, that lady reporter while she wow. was live on TV. She all right. Though. Oh. Yeah, she 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 West Virginia. West Virginia, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, but we're not that far from that border. I mean, we're like 20 minutes from the border. So so we we border West Virginia on so much and we do so much of the same things, but people just we're we're not getting it. We're not getting it. If you don't get out and vote locally, you're not changing anything nationally. It's going to be the same people, you know, talking about our rights. Why are we why are we talking about voters' rights? This is something and this is ours. And we're still we're talking about it. You know, it is I mean, 2022. Why are we yeah, why are yeah. we talking about this? We're still talking about this as if as if people aren't free. Right. You know. So right. yeah, that's, that's, that's saying, my whole take on it. I don't know. I don't know. We know, I don't even know why I said that. Uh <laughs> what do you think, uh, millennial chick? I know you know you, you kind of tune out when we talk about this stuff. Um, Jerry, be like this. <laughs> I just try to grasp it, you know. All, <laughs> you know, uh, it's a learning how it was hard for uh, African Americans to vote and having to have fight for the right to vote, and women uh, having to fight, you know, the right to vote. It is, you know, very, very important that um, we get out there and do more of it. Um, I don't know if this is a thing where, and a lot of people my age, you know, who are millennials, we still don't know what we're voting for. And I think that could be um, an issue as well. I will admit to that, like when it comes to like voting, the only thing I know really to vote for is, you know, the president. And, um, and I don't know what more I should be doing. So it's like, what could we do to eliminate, what more could millennials do to eliminate, uh, you know, this problem? Um, because we could we could be proud of problems too, you know. But it's something that I'm interested in learning more about, and you know, I'm curious about like because we are we're the change for the future, you know what I mean? Like we are the ones that are we know, are too. Of, yes, you are you are as well. <laughs> you are as well. Call but. us old yeah, again. Is she gonna call us people of a certain again. age? Yeah, you you do. You stay on. You stay on calling people. They call old, us you know like old. I mean? Man, you you gonna you gonna come up too. off of that. You gonna come up off of that, Jerry. You gonna come up off of that. But uh, I didn't mean it that way. You y'all. never do. You never do. 
but there there are people there are there are people that are you know mature um um you know people of certain age that don't vote either they yeah. have never that's they true. refuse to that's refuse true. to mm-hmm. um i mean I, always I, got something to say always got something to say. always got something always. to say i know a guy who does not believe in like the court system yeah. and so he he told his girl he's not gonna marry her because he don't believe in going to the courthouse or getting a license to say that you know and i hate to put his business out there but i just thought it was kind of funny what's his, his name girl says, what's his name mm-hmm. i'm <laughs> Tell him, tell me. I ain't gonna tell him about that. His, his name is Tyrone. All right, Tyrone. <laughs> call, call Tyrone. Mm-hmm. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, but mm-hmm. Ty said, Ty said uh, he don't believe in that. He don't believe in you know going to the courthouse. He don't believe in voting. He believe in none of that. So uh, you know, Ty got in some stuff where he he needed a judge. And so this particular person I know, she was like, "You know of any judges?" I said, "Yeah." She was like, "Do you think they can help Ty?" I was like, "He don't even believe in judges." Like. How you gonna get out of jail, Ty? Well, learn today. How you gonna get out of jail? This ain't Monopoly, Ty. Ty. Right. <laughs> and I believe he's still in there. I don't know. I mean, I'm always, I'm always trying to help a brother. I'm always trying to help a brother out. But you know, he didn't. He he doesn't believe in like the whole. I mean, like, and I say that because there's people that are mature ages just don't believe in that whole voting thing. He he works and don't even vote for a union. And but I they took like, that, that money that Biden was giving out. They yeah. took that money. Oh, yeah. They took them loans. Oh, yeah. He he got he got his he got, got his that money. I need to call. I'm gonna have to check up on him see if he's still in. You better call. You gonna call, call Tyrone. be in the jail because I think he's still. I think he's still in the in a in a poke. I mean, ooh, in a jail. It's not the pokey. That's not even nice to say. Oh, forgive me, Jesus. But anyway. Good Lord, Lord, know what the pokey is. Um, Marin, you heard, did you hear about uh, Senator Mitch McConnell? He said African-American voters are voting in just as a, just as high a percentage as Americans. And he received scrutiny behind his comments. I want to say he misspoke. But Black Twitter is saying he racist. Here's... I think there's a few things that, and I was just thinking about this. Mm-hmm. So the there's a racist history to the filibuster because the only time that party pulls it out is when it's about something about voting and about apparently and most of the time when it has to do with black and brown people. That is has been proven over and over again. Okay. Regular stuff when there's, you know, raise the taxes, stuff like that. It's just whatever. But as soon as it's something that's like really kind of a, a so-called black or brown issue, here come the filibuster out. So that's one of the things. And that's and that's really part of why it, it could have been a good conscious both a conscious a good conscious um measure to say, you know what, this is a racist thing we've been doing. Let's change it so it's not so racist. And instead, you know, then they could have just went ahead and voted it down if they didn't like it. You know, right. you don't have to keep using this tool. That's the thing. Y'all took a vote to take away this really problematic thing or to at least give it less power. And you didn't. And so then when it comes time to talking about it, well, because again, really the main issue was about the voting rights um, bill that they were trying to pass. It reminds me a lot of the same debates about critical race theory. Mm. What? There wasn't any. No, 
people weren't mistreated. What are you talking about? No, African-Americans can vote just as much as they want. Is that that thing about white folks being sensitive when talking about, let me pull it up. The white folks being sensitive about, what is it? A Florida bill would bar businesses and schools from making anyone feel discomfort or guilt about race. Is that what you mean? Yep. Or is it okay? All of that, right? It's like an erasure of, of the fact that we've been in this, you know, dealing with racism for the past 400 plus years. It's like, right. oh no, what? It's, tw- it's 2022. Racism doesn't exist. What are you talking about? African Americans don't have issues voting. There's no, there's no, there's no, there's no vote, uh, uh, you know, voter intimidation happening. There aren't measures to keep, but what are you talking about? That's, that's what Mitch McConnell's comment means. Is is he's basically just saying like, oh no, they're they're voting just as much as white people. What are you talking about? We don't need to do this this voting rights. This isn't a, this isn't a race issue. This is this is the Democrats trying to take control. That's mm. what and and because they've said it enough, I guess they believe it. That's the crazy thing I feel like about living in today's world is now people just say stuff mm-hmm. and they say it enough that they just start to believe it and then right. that becomes the truth. That's weird. It's so weird out here. We're in a whole public health crisis. Why are we? Why are we fighting about wearing masks to keep each other from get? I don't. I don't get it. I'm so confused. But because we decided that mask was a was a political issue. Oh well. Here we are. Yeah. yeah. So Jerry had mentioned um, about her generation needing to do more, needing to know more, and immediately my mind went to volunteering and canvassing and that's something that being Pittsburgh um promotes you know needing volunteers needing people you know to sign people up to to register if that's going to help you better understand your place in this issue um and making a change or being a part of the change or being a part of positive change Marin talk briefly um we have just a few minutes about Veeam Pittsburgh and what Veeam does and how the community can continue to support Veeam Pittsburgh. So um, as you know, we've already been talking about it, but Veeam's whole purpose is to increase voter turnout in Allegheny County. And um, particularly, you know, among young voters and and other groups that don't see the, the need to go there, but also, you know, BIPOC communities. Um, and, you know, we specifically work with Homewood and East Hills, mm-hmm. but we also do our programming that goes across Allegheny County. So I would invite people like Jerry and, um, you know, anybody who doesn't, 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 feels like they don't know what's happening or doesn't see the need or maybe needs to understand more um, to, to call us and start to follow us and listen in on some of our videos we do a lot to um, try to educate voters, but the whole reality is, though, is that you have to come to the session, mm-hmm. right? You have to watch it. You have to you have to participate, and we're so welcome to feedback to find out how to get more people to tune in. How mm-hmm. do we get you to care? You know, just right. like I don't watch today show. I don't. I, you're right. I got. I still love you though. You're still my favorite. I, I still love you, but that right there. Right. I, you don't watch the today show. Absolutely not. But when okay. I had when I had a TV, I don't watch the Today Show. Don't do that. I would wake up to it. But now that I don't have a TV I in my bedroom, Good Morning America. That's what I said. I watch Good Morning America. <laughs> I don't watch. I don't watch morning TV. Nope. Mm. Nope. 
Not at all. Not- I think if you guys would create a video, because I would like, I would probably do this if I was more into like doing events, but you said you guys do videos. I tell you what was so instrumental into to helping me as a child how to how a bill becomes to Capitol oh, Hill. Oh yeah. Full house rock. House rock video. So if you that know, I know cool. there's teachers hmm. doing like, yeah, teachers doing are like they're doing stuff with kids to teach them how to learn things by rapping because that's the new thing. I think that needs to be the creation, not necessarily rap, but like, you know, put it where we can all where everybody can understand it. Uh, especially people of color, because it, you know, black and brown people, because it really affects us. But doing something like a schoolhouse rock to um, to get us the, the understanding of why it's so important. I mean, I would even like to, you know, assist and help with that video. But I'm not the video part, hmm. video queen. But I'm good with ideas and and you know, getting that part of it started. But I think since you said you have videos, that would be such a great thing. I know there's somebody probably listening to us right now ready to jump on it and it's it's okay if, if it can educate a lot of people fine yeah. but um you know but I think those things are really really good because we're a visual people we spend time on our on our laptops and our, our computers we we're podcast people so if this is a video that just jumps out there boom yeah. and it's educational and it has a hook to it now <laughs> if this happens because anything can happen anything is possible well, do you think that this, you know, anybody could TikTok, you know, we TikTok mm-hmm. makes people do whatever. So if there's a TikTok video, is that is that going to increase voter turnout? We only have like five minutes. Uh, increase voter turnout. If, if Veen Pittsburgh puts together a, a TikTok video similar to Schoolhouse Rock, we're going to see an increase in voter turnout. No, TikTok makes people act stupid. No, I don't know. No, if it gets, actually, I don't know if it educates. No, no, no. You've been looking at the wrong TikTok videos. I was like, where do you There's get some, this? No, Why but would people you do have. That? I mean, people use TikTok videos to help victims of domestic violence. Okay. Uh, people use TikTok for cooking demonstrations, for yeah, mental okay. health, mental health, uh, mental awareness. So, Dang. like, it really there's 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 a genre for it. Oh, so good. I, I just want to know if this happens. Can we expect an increase of voter tur- voter turnout because of it because of TikTok? Education is key. That's what I heard. That's what yeah. I heard. TikTok okay. is. A, I know people give backlash on TikTok, but this is the millennial in me. <laughs> you know, it is a great marketing tool. I mean, everybody uses TikTok, like you said, Kiki, for different purposes aside from the funny videos and the skits and things. like there's uh educational purposes um there was a woman who uh was something was her son had like a a diagnosis or whatever it was she made tiktok videos on how she gets them ready every single day and Mm -hmm. you know advice to parents who have uh you know kids with the same uh issues as her son um you know any type of motivational or cooking or you know things like that so tiktok is is the wave it it is Mm -hmm for the the new year or you know for the last year up and coming so that could be a, a good way it's a it's a great marketing tool so okay absolutely well we'll see what we, what I'm we for come it. up with Marin. <laughs> yes and can i add one little thing i know we're almost out of time yes but just i'm just trying to get the word out as much as possible mm-hmm. there are going to be two elections this spring we have a special election on april 5th as well as the primary on may 17th super super important because 
Mayor Ganey's old seat is up and when because of when he left the office, it has to be filled. And they voted, the, the state legislature voted to have that election on April 5th. It will be an early election. Um, Jake yeah. Wheatley may also end up on that same day or on a different day because he does not vacate his office until February 1st. So that's still up in the air. But I'm trying to make sure everybody knows if you live in that East End, Morningside, East Liberty, Homewood, Wilkinsburg, that whole section, Ward 13, East Hills, Holla, um, you have a special election on April 5th to determine who's going to have Ed Ganey's seat. There's already four people I know who are in the race already. I saw that, yeah. Oh my goodness, it's going to be spicy out here. Like this this election, don't miss out. This is the midterm, so the end of so four, April 5th, May 17th, tons of state and federal congressional things happening. Okay. Don't miss out. That's hey, it. log on to veempittsburgh.org or com. I should know. I org. should know. Org. It's org. I don't know why I said com. Veempittsburgh.org. V-E-E-E-M. Pittsburgh.org. Voter Empowerment Education Enrichment Movement. Marin Formley, thank you so much. Uh, for being our guest today. Thank you so much, our voter chick. Um, we wanna, if you want to reach out to us via email, go to thehagerheypodcast at gmail.com. Call us 412-709-6130. We are available on all streaming apps. If you need to find us, we are there. Just type in the Hey Girl Hey Podcast and you'll see these faces. <laughs> you'll see our lovely faces. Those <laughs> lovely faces right there. So I am your radio chick, Kiki Brown. And I'm the chatter chick, LaShawn. <laughs> and I'm millennial chick, jeer, jeer. <laughs> and we have our voter chick, Maren Formley. Thank you so much. Maybe you could check in before the election, the April election and the May election, just to remind folks, is there a deadline to register to vote? Or can we, is there a window like, like yes. health insurance? No. The voter registration <laughs> deadline is always now 15 days before the election. Okay. So for people in that, for that special one, we're going to be like somewhere around the middle of March. And then um, the other folks will be somewhere in the beginning of May. Okay. All right. All right. Well, appreciate you all checking in. Thank you so much for watching. Shouts to Elliot Dwayne uh, from the HBCU alumni, Western Pennsylvania, uh, HBCU alumni. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yep. Yep. Um, so he checked in on Facebook. We are live on Facebook every Thursday, 7 p.m. recording this episode. If you're listening on Saturday, we appreciate you. Urban Media Today Radio. Uh, thanks again for watching. It's the Hager Hate Podcast on Urban Media Today. to Urban Media Today Radio, your station for classic soul, R&B, old school hip-hop, gospel, smooth jazz, and more. Listen online at urbanmediatoday.com or download the TuneIn, Live 365, or Urban Media Today Radio apps. They're free, so take us with you. It's Urban Media Today Radio. The views and opinions expressed on the Hey Girl Hey podcast do not necessarily reflect on the official policy or position of Urban Media Today and Urban Media Media Today Radio. Any content provided by our guests, sponsors, or advertisers are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, 
club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.